Thank you for joining us for Sound Reasoning with Christian apologist and minister Perseus Poku of Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's program will educate, train, and empower you to defend your Christian faith with confidence. Perseus has his bachelor's in history and a master's degree in apologetics. We hope you enjoy this time of equipping so that you can answer questions to defend your Christian faith effectively. Now here's Perseus Poku on Sound Reasoning. Welcome to Sound Reasoning. I am your host, Perseus Poku. And on today's episode, we wanted to continue our discussion on sound doctrine, on the effects of erroneous or false doctrines. We are talking about teaching that is unhealthy for the Christian. And by that, we call those teachings erroneous or false doctrines and the effects of engaging or embracing false doctrines can become detrimental to the local body. It can handicap a local body for God is truth and God does not accept nor entertain tainted worship. When God prescribes something for us to do, he's not changing his mind. That's why scripture often reminds us that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His nature is eternal, and as a result, his words are eternal. God's words are rooted in his nature, which is truth. And because truth has no expiration date, we can't ever say that the truth found in the scriptures are outdated. And for those who do make that statement, they're making it out of ignorance. The same truth found in the beginning, the truth that came out of the nature of God when this universe was created is the same truth that exists today in principle. So again, truth has no expiration date. And as a result, when we find teachings, we find arguments that are contrary to the things that God has already stated in, the, in his word, we must not embrace it. We must refute it. We must reject it. We must cast it aside. For God has not modified the truth that he's already dispensed since the beginning of the universe. So erroneous doctrine. We've defined erroneous doctrines as teachings that are contrary to godly teaching. These are instructions that we hear either inside or outside of the church that are contrary, that are against the teachings that God wants us to embrace. If we visit the first chapter of Galatians, you find the Apostle Paul dealing with this issue. And he juxtaposes the genuine gospel versus another gospel or so-called gospel that some of the people were embracing. And Paul himself said, 
it's really not another gospel for there's only one gospel. And for those that are teaching things contrary to the things that we taught you all, let them be accursed. Paul even ratchets up his argument by saying he doesn't care if it's one of them or an angel from heaven that have come down to preach something that was contrary to what God had already established. Paul is saying it doesn't matter what title anybody has. If they're teaching something that is wrong, we cannot embrace it. If I'm teaching you something that's incorrect, I don't want you to embrace me just because I may have a title. All of us must do like the Bereans. We must search the scriptures daily and examine whether or not the statements that we've heard are true. All of us must have the temperament and the zeal of the Bereans and examine scriptures for ourselves and not just check our mind or check our conscience in at the door once we become Christians. Examine the scriptures for yourself. Then learn how to read scripture, learn how to study scripture, learn how to lift out the principles, the instructions and commandments of scripture. All of this is tied into proper hermeneutics. And we've defined hermeneutics as the science and art of biblical interpretation. For there are numerous individuals who open up the Bible and have no sense of how to approach the Bible. So proper hermeneutics, the science and art of biblical interpretation, teaches us the correct method whereby we may interpret the scriptures correctly. So when it comes to bad doctrine, false doctrine, erroneous doctrine, misleading doctrine, we must take it seriously. We can't just allow ourselves to be solely captivated by someone's eloquence. We can't just allow ourselves to be led away from godly truth just because uh, this person has charisma. We must look beyond these periphery things and look at what they're saying. Is it true? Does it gel with scripture? Is it in harmony? Is it in sync with the word of God? Is it sound? And we define that word in the Greek sound who gaze as healthy. Are these healthy teachings or are they unhealthy? And if they are unhealthy, we have to agree with God that these statements are are unhealthy or these teachings are unhealthy and abandon it. So what are erroneous doctrines? We say that they are bad teachings. They are erroneous teachings and they, if we embrace it, have negative consequences, which will become 
a stumbling block in our lives. Number one, we said erroneous doctrine causes division and becomes offensive. Because of erroneous doctrine, those people that hold on to these teachings uh, sooner or later become contentious. It brings about division uh, because they are set on holding on to their false beliefs. But the scripture tells us uh, that we are to watch out for those that cause division and place obstacles in the way of others that are contrary to the teaching that they have learned. Romans 16 and 17, Paul is talking to the Christians in Rome. Number two, erroneous doctrine carries people away from the truth and they serve no good benefits. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial foods, which is of no benefit to those who do so. Hebrews 13 and 9. And I want to emphasize the first part. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. And it's the same things in the 21st century. Let's not be carried away because this particular person has a large following. Let's not be carried away just because this individual may have numerous books being sold in a Christian bookstore. Let's not be carried away just because this individual have sold X amount of CDs. Let's not be carried away because they have popularity, because they are infamous, uh, because uh, there's a large group of people that are following them. Let's not be carried away by those things. What we should be carried away with is, are the teachings sound? Are they healthy teachings? And healthy teaching is not always palatable, but they're the best thing for us. It's not always easy to conform to, but it's the best thing for us. God gives us what we need, and he's so benevolent that every now and then he throws in things that we want. So don't get carried away by teachings that are not healthy. And erroneous doctrine will buffet you, meaning that you'll come across erroneous doctrine if you're walking this Christian walk. Every now and then you'll hear someone that's either teaching a Bible study or preaching a sermon, and they may say something that's not biblical. Well, it's up to us to make sure that we can rightly divide the word of truth. And that's why uh, Paul in his in his letter is to Timothy is able to say that there's a difference between rightly dividing the word of God versus incorrectly dividing the word of God. Then erroneous doctrine can become stumbling blocks. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you, like the church in Pergamum. There are some among you who hold to the teachings of Balaam, 
who taught Balak to entice the Israelites to sin so that they ate food sacrificed to idols and committed sexual immorality. Revelation 2 and 14. So erroneous doctrines can get in the way of the things that God would have us to do. Erroneous doctrine can lead us astray. We may think we're following godly ways, but we could actually be totally away from it. Think about uh, Jim Jones and uh, the cult that he created and the people that followed him. Uh, he led those people away through false teachings. Think about David Koresh and the Branch Davidians and how they thought he was the Christ and he led them astray. Think about the Heaven's Gate cults who were waiting on a spaceship. So there are plenty of movements in history and even today there are plenty of people that are preaching erroneous doctrine and leading people astray. Then erroneous doctrine leads to doom. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon, celebration or Sabbath day. These are shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. And that's what I mean by doom. Such a person also goes into great detail about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions by their unspiritual mind. They have lost connection with the head from whom the whole body supported and held together by ligaments and sinews grows as God causes to grow. Since you die with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, why as though you still belong to the world? Why act as though you still belong to the world? Do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These rules, which have to do with things that are all destined to perish with use, are based on merely human commands and teachings. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatments of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgences, Colossians 2, 16 through 23. And again, uh, Paul is dealing with false teachings. Those who were trying to insert the misinterpretation of the Mosaic law regarding dietary needs versus uh, the criteria that God wanted to establish under grace. So we have individuals, if we look at our own local churches, you may have individuals that uh, believe in certain customs which are not in sync with scripture and they share it freely and as a result, they have other individuals believe in these false teachings and uh, causing them to hold on to teachings that are not going to 
edify them. Teachings that are not going to bring them any closer to God. But yet they believe because they've heard it from another individual that's a Christian that is gospel. And Paul is saying in this uh, context, Colossians 2, 16 through 23, uh, there's a lot of superstitions going on in the church of Colossae. And we read about in Colossians, the second chapter, uh, in terms of astrology, in terms of uh, necromancy, in terms of uh, legalism. So there are a lot of things going on, bad teachings. And Paul is trying to clarify and distinguish bad teachings from good teachings, healthy teachings versus unhealthy teachings. And we we have to learn from it. God is interested in his children consuming a diet of truth, consuming a diet of healthy teachings. Then erroneous doctrine can lead to the abandonment of the faith. The spirit spirit rather clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry. That's an erroneous doctrine. And they order them to abstain from certain foods. Erroneous doctrine which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected. If it's received with thanksgiving first Timothy verses four, one through five. And Paul is again reminding us that as Christians, we are free to eat the food that God has given us. We pray, we sanctify it, and we are free to eat. So when individuals come and tell us that you're sinning because you're eating a certain type of food, that's their teaching. That's not scripture. However, just because we have liberty in eating of the food that God gave us, Bible tells us that it comes with accountability, that freedom comes with certain criterias. If me eating a certain type of food is going to offend my brother or sister, then I shouldn't insist on eating these, this food in front of them just because I have liberty. If I'm going to call someone else to stumble, then I need to use some wisdom and not eat it in front of them. That's good teaching. So erroneous doctrine not only leads to doom, not only leads to abandonment of the faith, but it leads to spiritual malnutrition. If you point out these things to other brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed first Timothy four and six again, Paul 
tells that that erroneous doctrine do the opposite, which is uh, provide malnutrition to those who consume it. Number seven, erroneous doctrine is the catalyst for blaspheming God. Erroneous doctrine can be a catalyst for blaspheming God. All who are under the yoke of slavery should consider their masters worthy of full respect so that God's name and our teaching may not be slandered. So ultimately, what Paul is trying to tell us, tell us, and especially convey to Timothy, that erroneous doctrine not only brings about a yoke of slavery, but it leads to individuals not having a healthy view of what they say about God. And I find that in today's culture. I find too many people uh, using the name of God in vain or making statements that is inconsistent with God and his nature and his word. Then lastly, erroneous doctrine can lead to more ungodliness. Avoid godless chatter. Because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus. 2 Timothy 2, 16 and 17. So erroneous doctrine left unchecked will grow like a disease that's spreading. And Paul makes this comparison to uh, gangrene, which is a term used back in Greek culture where the body is suffering from a certain type of disease that's spreading all throughout that particular uh, part of the body. And that's how it is with erroneous doctrine. Erroneous doctrine uh, can become contagious. And before you realize it, uh, it leads to, um, it leads to groups like the Jehovah witnesses, uh, with Charles Taze Russell. It leads to groups like the Mormons with Joseph Smith. It leads to groups like the Nation of Islam with uh, Wallace D. Fard. So erroneous doctrine doesn't stay in one place. It spreads. And if you have erroneous doctrine in the church, and if it's left untreated, it will spread. And before you know it, uh, it you'll have schism within your local church body. So we're out of time for this episode of sound reasoning. But again, I pray that you received a blessing from this dialogue on erroneous doctrine. And I pray that you take it as seriously as God takes it, that we stand on the truth and not be moved, that you are ready to give each man an answer, a reason for the hope that lies within you, and you are willing to do it with respect and gentleness. Please consider becoming a financial sponsor of this show. We look forward to a continuation of Erroneous Doctrine on our next segment. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to Sound Reasoning with Apologist and Minister Perseus Poku from Sound Reasoning Ministries. 
It's our prayer that today's lesson has equipped you to share and defend your Christian faith with boldness. Sound Reasoning Ministries offers training in apologetics, biblical studies, and systematic theology. Join in on discussions on Facebook at Sound Reasoning Ministries. For more information about the ministry, to send an email, ask a question, or support the ministry, visit online at srministries.org. That's srministries.org. Listen again next week at this same time. And remember, Titus 1.9 says, Hold firm to the trustworthy message as has been taught, so that you can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. Sound Reasoning Ministries, srministries.org. Jesus wants our fears to launch us toward faith. Then he grins and says, Do you trust me? Because together we can do this. With Mornings with Jesus, you can start your day in a positive way. Find hope through inspirational stories and scripture. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Mornings with Jesus. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.